0: Welcome to You Beauty. I'm Shazzy Hunt, and this week we are asking an expert about the latest hair trends and how to get those glossy, nourished locks that we all want. And to give us all the answers is hairstylist and creative director of Eleven Australia, Joey Scandizo. How are you doing? Welcome to the You Beauty podcast. No, thanks for having us. Now, you're here today hot off the back of working on Melbourne Fashion Festival as the hair director. So tell us. About some of the key trends that came
1: out of the runway shows. Yeah, well, it was a big week. But we actually, this year because of COVID, they actually split it. So they had digital shows, which we shot a few weeks earlier, and then you had the runway shows, which were live. So
0: Sounds like double the amount of work to me. It actually actually (laughs) worked
1: out to be easier and better for us because instead of doing back-to-back shows every night, we could actually do a show on, which was a runway show, and then we had a digital show, which we already pre-recorded. So... For us and the team, it was a lot easier than going back-to-back every night. You know, it was just... It was easier. Yeah. So I actually preferred it. So this yeah. might be – uh, hopefully it's a new Maybe this is norm. the way
0: of the future. <laughs>
1: yeah, why not? So one of the trends was effortless movement. You know, everybody wants that just soft, natural hair, not overstyled. So for us, that was a cool look. I mean, on two of the shows, we did that. And one of the looks was we created a really nice, beautiful, soft S-bend through the hair. So it's a simple technique where you uh, grab the hair, you start moving into an F-shape, And you use your straightener and you just clamp it and you sort of work it all the way down the hair.
0: Oh, so you're not running it. You're just kind of positioning it on the way down. Exactly. So it
1: just sort of shapes the hair. And it just gave us a beautiful, nice, soft movement through the hair, which looks like a nice S. And then afterwards... With a brush, you just brush it all out and then use a texturizing product just to give it that little bit of soft texture. So it's not overstyled at all. Another look in that was, you know, just a beautiful, nice ripple. Same sort of thing, but you work in vertical. So you grab a section, use your straightener, you work in a beautiful, nice S shape, working all the way down, straighten the ends, and that's again gives you a beautiful, nice, soft texture. And then working with a lot of natural hair. Some of the girls came in with beautiful, nice curly hair. There were some afros in there. So it was all about using the right product just to enhance those curls or that afro to tame some of the frizz. So that was a cool trend. We thought that, you know, just creating that beautiful effortless movement.
0: Is that kind of the way forward in 2021 in terms of hairstyling? Like less about that really structured polish and more about it's all about the S. F- yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by the letter uh, S. S yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I think, you know, everything was about overdone styling for the last few seasons. So now, yeah, hopefully it's going to stick to more that natural movement and effortless hair, you know, and, and people want to be at home been able to style the hair, but it still takes technique to create that effortless look as well. I think that's
0: uh, the one thing people think, oh, they're like, oh, great, don't need to put in any effort, but uh, it takes just as much effort. Sometimes
1: you've got to restrain yourself from doing too much. But another one of the trends is multi-textures. One of the looks we had on the Vogue show, which was a cool show, we had this really slick, structured look through the top, which was wet and and, and polished, going into more of a matte, drier texture through the end. So combining wet-looking products into dry textures as well. That was a great look. That was probably one of my favourite shows. It was at the NGV and it, it actually looked really, really cool. You know, the girls walking down the runway there's this ultra shine through the front and at the back was just that matte sort of undone texture which was cool.
0: How can you take that multi-texture look into the real world? It sounds amazing in a Vogue runway show at National Gallery like
1: it's simple to just create structure in your hair, you know? So, using the right product, you can have this really nice slick, you know, side part if you want with that wet texture, and then through the end you just keep it dry and soft as well. So, it can definitely be worn on the street as well.
0: And I always wonder with when you want that wet look hair when it's not actually wet. What's the secret to getting it right?
1: The right product. Okay. So it's important. So for us, we use our Slick Hold Pomade, which is a pomade which you apply into wet hair. You apply it to your hair, you comb it through, whether you want to see a nice rake through the hair or whether you want to see it more just organic, you can just pop it through as well. But it's just using the right product and letting it set and dry into the hair. Because if you use water, it's going to dry out, obviously. Or you could use your detangle spray, which is a hydrating spray, which keeps your hair a bit more hydrated and stays a bit more wet. Mm. But I'd suggest definitely use the pomade.
0: And the other trend that I noticed was accessorizing.
1: Accessorizing. This was a great look. I enjoyed doing this one on the show. I worked with the creative director who was Lana Wilkinson, and I don't know if you guys know Lana. She's all about glam, you know, (laughs) so she wanted to see some glam. But at the same time, she still wanted to see some effortless hair. So we kept it quite simple with a pony. We just did a beautiful, nice, soft pony, and we created some texture through the ends. And I thought, how can we bring the glam to this one? So we used a sewing technique. So we worked on the center part, and we sewed it right around the hairline to the back of the ear. So from the part line to the back of the ear, we used this great gold thread that she found and we sewed it into the hair. And as the girls walked down the catwalk, you could just see this beautiful, nice, glamour, luxe feel to the hair, which was great.
0: And then real world again, runway to real world, how can we bring the accessorizing trend into everyday hair without it looking, you know, like you're in a pageant? <laughs> yeah, look, this,
1: this might sound like it's a hard technique to do, but it was pretty simple to do. I mean, all you needed was a, a threading needle, some thread, and all you did was just wrap it around in sections and it just comes together. The thread, once you sew it through, it just all comes together and form.
0: Do you need to have a light touch though when using it, using it sparingly?
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't go and throw it all through your hair. That, that, was, that was a good thing about the show we just done it in one section of the hair it doesn't i think you can get carried away and Mm. you know at one stage me and lana were talking should we do it here should we do the back but it was as simple as just doing that one piece through the hair and that was enough you know and people were talking about after the show like that looks so cool how did you do that i'm like it actually wasn't that difficult to do it's just you know sewing Lucky I studied sewing in the, back at school or else I would have been buggered.
0: I was about to say, I'm like, I'm a bit nervous about putting a needle too close to my head. Is there another way I can do it's, this? When I say a ne- it's not like a,
1: a, a pin needle. It's actually like a sewing needle. So yeah. like it's a it's soft blunt, plastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's blunt. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure of that.
0: And... Everyone loves shortcuts, and especially ones that get used backstage. So were there any super simple tricks you used at MFF that anyone could try?
1: Look, I think shortcuts, I'm all about shortcuts. I love to make things easier, but um, what was good was... When the girls come in, you look at their hair type. What's their hair? Have they got natural hair? Have they got a curl? Have they got a bend? And working with what they've got and enhancing that look. So instead of coming in and saying, okay, she's got curly hair. Let's straighten her hair right out. Let's tongue it. Let's get that curl back in there. It was more about okay, she's got a beautiful natural curl here. Let's enhance that. Let's use the right product to enhance that curl. Let's get rid of some of the frizz in there. Or whether someone had straight hair, it was about just, okay, let's just put a bend in here. Let's use some product to create just a bend or use a tool. So not overstyling. Mm. Hairdressers tend to overstyle. Mm. So So does a consumer at home. Yeah, They watch a YouTube tutorial how mm. to do your hair and they think, okay, well, I've got – straight hair, to get curly hair, I need to put it in this and I need to do it. It Sometimes it's just as simple as using a product to enhance that look.
0: I think we almost all fall into the trap of thinking we have to go back to the blank canvas and then now the styling can start as opposed to going, okay, this is what I'm already working with. Yeah. Now what can I add to exactly. enhance?
1: And another simple technique I was saying to a friend the other day was, you know, you see these beautiful looks down the runway and, and not everyone has a hot tool at home to create texture or movement. It's as simple as, I've had my shower at night, let me put some product in my hair, whether it's a detangling spray, plait my hair, go to bed, in the morning it's dry, take that plait out, give it a brush through, and I've got a beautiful soft texture. You might think it is so simple to do, it's a shortcut, but not many girls do it. I'm like, why don't you just do that instead of spending hours and hours in the bathroom with a hot tool and tongue trying to create that bend when it's, I'll give you a shortcut, plait it at night, let it dry, brush it out.
0: It's so underrated, the nighttime pre-style. And then not only that, then you can sleep in a bit longer in the morning because you don't have to style your hair with a full-blown heat tool. Yeah.
1: You see some girls who have got a beautiful, nice textured hair. And then I see them in the morning at the salon doing their hair again. I'm like, you had beautiful waves yesterday. She's like, yeah, but my hair's oily. I'm like, Use a dry shampoo. That's what dry shampoo is designed for. You don't have to wash your hair and re-blow wave and restyle it again. It's just going to freshen up. And I'm telling you, it'll bounce back. You'll have that wave and that texture back in your hair.
0: Another shortcut there. There you go. (laughs) Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia! subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia! Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to au. We have a listener question for you. Caitlin has sent in a question. I find hair oils, masks, treatments, or shampoos to be completely hit or miss when it comes to keeping hair healthy and hydrated. Are there any particular ingredients to keep an eye out for to retain moisture, similar to how you'd use a hyaluronic acid in skincare? Firstly, Joey, walk us through the signs that suggest maybe your hair is struggling with moisture.
1: Moisture. Well, you can tell when your hair is obviously dry. It could look dull. It looks flat. It looks frizzy or fly away. And you can actually pick it up and look at it. And if you see split ends in it, you know your hair's dry. So it's time to obviously get a haircut or use the right shampoo and conditioner. So or you can tell, even if you grab your hair and you know, bring it close to your end if you use it in between your fingers and so you just can just
0: work it between your yeah, fingers. Yeah, and if you
1: hear that rustling sort of noise, oh. you know your hair's dry. Yeah. Go get a haircut, get it <laughs> trimmed up, or get yourself a great treatment and shampoo and conditioner okay. to fix that.
0: So specifically in answer to this listener's question. In recent years, we've all become so cluey about skincare ingredients, what to look for to address specific concerns. But with hair, there still seems to be a bit of mystery about what ingredients will help with particular concerns.
1: Okay. So what I'm always looking for in a hydration product is shea butter, avocado oil, cucumber, hydrolyzed quinoa, hydrolyzed soy protein. They're the ones you always want to look for. They also work really well with glycerin and panthenol in them.
0: And what about ingredients to avoid? Is there anything you absolutely should be steering clear of if you're dealing with dehydrated hair?
1: Yeah, I'd definitely stay clear of anything with lots of alcohol in it and sea salts. Think of it like when you're eating a packet of chips, okay. you know, something salty. chips. I can picture chips. this. How you, how you feel, <laughs> yeah, you, or think of it versus... Eating a pear, mm. you know, when you eat a pear, you feel hydrated, you feel replenished. Mm. But when you're eating chips, salty chips, you feel dry, and you know. Yeah. So think of it like that. So
0: <laughs> needing a big drink of water, but happy with yeah. The chips. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So True. your hair, your hair always needs hydration to think healthy.
0: Yeah. Why do you think some hydrating hair care products, whether it's shampoos, oils, masks, or treatments, might wind up doing just the opposite and leaving your hair dry and brittle, or alternatively? oily and
1: heavy i think it's important to speak to your hairdresser and get prescribed the right shampoo and conditioner because obviously
0: is that usually where it starts that you're not probably using the right one you're yeah,
1: probably yeah using the right thing but it's important you know some people have got an oily scalp but dry ends you know and they're using something for hydrating in there, so it's making their hair even more oily so it's just making sure you've been prescribed the right product for the right hair
0: and you touched on it It's possible to have different things going on in your hair all at once so that you can be oily and dry, oily up top, dry down
1: the bottom. 100%. And a lot of people who have got an oily scalp, you don't need to put the conditioner all the way to the roots because that's going to weigh the hair down. So you can just work it through the ends, you know, or you can use a deep clean shampoo at the roots, which is going to lift and remove any oils in the hair. So there's so many different factors and it's just making sure that your hairdresser, who you see, knows what's best. So, you know, let them prescribe the best formula for you.
0: Thanks for answering Caitlin's question, Joey, and don't forget if you have a question you'd like answered on the show, you can call the pod phone on 028 or record a voice memo and email it to us at ubeauty at mamamia.com.au. Finally, yes. on every episode, we ask our expert to either confirm or bust one common beauty myth. So here's yours. Cutting hair frequently makes it grow faster. True Whoa. or false? <laughs>
1: This could be true or false, but I think it's important to have your hair cut every six to eight weeks. It's important to maintain it, trim it, keep it nice and clean. But it's also important to use the right products, whether you're using shampoos, conditioners, treatments, that's really important. But the other thing is your lifestyle as well. Make sure you've got a healthy lifestyle, you're looking after yourself, you're eating well, that helps your hair grow as well.
0: But does it actually make it grow faster by cutting it more often?
1: It does, because as soon as the hair actually splits... Yeah, you've got to cut more and more off. So people think, I'll just let it keep growing. Then they come in and we look at the hair and they're like, I only want a centimetre off. And I'm looking (laughs) at the hair going, you need three inches off here. And if I take a centimetre off, you're going to be back here in eight weeks. So I'm going to have to take more off. So the more you can keep- Because the split will travel. Exactly. But it's important too because your hair does grow from the roots. So it's important to have a healthy scalp as well. So that's why we prescribe the right shampoo and conditioner. But at the same time- any split ends, it's going to destroy your hair. So you need to get rid of them.
0: So it's basically – it's keeping on top of the trim so that it can grow longer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> healthy uh, – in a healthy state, I'd not in an
0: unhealthy state. Cutting hair for
1: 26 years. <laughs> and I can tell you that some of my clients who have got the healthiest hair, the ones who come on a regular basis, have their hair trimmed. I'm not saying come every four weeks, but I'm saying at least every eight weeks. And all you need to do is take you know a centimeter off maximum. This is if you want, if you want to grow your hair. But – use the right products as well. Look after your the ends of your hair, but even look after your scalp is important as well.
0: Rapunzel, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, thank you for joining us today on the you Beauty podcast. It was fantastic talking to you and getting all the advice on how to get those luscious locks. <laughs> no
1: worries. Thanks for having us.
0: This episode was produced by Gia Moylan. I'm Shazzy Hunt, and you'll hear from me again next Thursday when I'm joined by skincare expert Fiona Tuck, who's going to help us understand acne from the inside and out and dispel some myths about problematic skin. In the meantime, we'd love to hear your thoughts on our Ask an Expert episodes. Give us a review on your favorite podcast app and tell us what you're loving or even suggest an expert you'd like to hear from.